Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Hello, 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 everybody. You came too early. And with that, we say, (laughs) (laughs) and we're out. Hi, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to another great episode of Customer States Podcast, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. And as I can hear Jacob frantically clacking away at his pull tab. Just you. You know, oh, it's both of you guys. Yes. Okay, Eric and Jacob. Uh, let's go ahead and, and crack those, please, if, if we don't mind. I don't. That's why I'm doing it. Oh, shit. Cheers, salute, Unlike Jacob, I never waste a drop. Oh, Lord. Uh, Again, thank you back uh, to Customer States. Who's back? We are. Kim Kardashians? Uh, (laughs) Fuck those bitches. My name is Mike Sarah. I wear a lot of hats in the automotive industry. To my left... You're wearing a Cubbies hat. I am wearing a Cubs hat today, yes. Even though it's an off day, we're not playing. It's a travel day. Eric, cup holder, thingy, majigger. Oh, that one thing. Eh. Gotta love love sack. Okay, and to my left, I love sack. Is Eric Montenegro? <laughs> That's me, the one with the inappropriate comments. Love sack. Giggity. <laughs> mm. That's uh, a great song, by the way. Love shack. Love sack. <laughs> uh, heavy line technician, Ford Motor Company, five years. To my left is the absolutely amazing daddy bear jacob Reck. what about there's what? no there's no alley what, uh, oh my god what oh oh here hold, hold on hey <clears throat> when he claims <laughs> <laughs> what's up guys the alley pal here i get nervous when i speak into the mic I, I, I will not have this slander on. <laughs> you already you already laughed. <laughs> but yeah, Ali, too late. Ali's not here. She's doing family stuff or something. 
family things. Yeah, somebody's graduating. Stuff and things from prison. Yay! Um, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm Jake. I don't think they call that graduating. I think they call that release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Jake. I'm a service advisor, uh, assistant service manager, kind of, and I've been doing it for officially over four years now. So yeah. Wow. Congratulations. congratulations it was. Uh, mm. What? When was that? Uh, I said congratulations. So I saw that. Same shit. I think my four year was the 15th of last month. That's, my balloon leaked. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I haven't left yet. Well, yet. that's good. Maybe yeah, I'll have the stick to That was the key yet. yet. Yeah. I, I, in all honesty, it's, I, I do like the people that I work with and what I do, but it would be nice to get out of the auto industry. Sometimes it may be good, no. sometimes it may be shit. But mainly shit. Yeah, well, you know, it's up and down. It's, that's how this industry goes. It's cyclical. Yeah, so. that that whole meme where it's not every pee-pee time is poo-poo time, but every poo-poo time is pee-pee time. It's kind of <laughs> like that with the auto industry where it's like all the good is not always bad, but it's always bad with the good. It's kind of the same thing. I'm not familiar with that meme, but I think I understand have what you you're talking seen, about. Have you never seen that? Uh, it's, no, it's, sir. It's, no. I, I don't either. I was... Mm. Yeah, I saw Eric's go wide. I like, oh... White people. What just happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I believe I'm driving with your flow, however. Speaking of white people. Oh, God. <laughs> hi, Samantha. Sam. Hey, Sammy. Sam. Hi. Hi. How are you? So, so earlier she texts me three turtles. I was like, what, what's what's that for? And she was like, oh, it was for this. Oh, let me just pull it up because I can't fucking remember what it is because I'm old. And see this. <laughs> <laughs> And see, this does pertain to the auto industry because Sam is a warranty admin. She is. She is. She says, that's my quote unquote awkward turtle for this comment. What? Um. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I said, that's a thing. <laughs> she said, I said, I didn't think it was awkward. She's like, you've never heard of awkward turtle. I said, that's a negative. No, never, never. So she sends me a screenshot of her Google search of awkward turtle. Oh, sweet God. She says, oh my God. Ha ha ha. Such a white people thing to do. I said, um, what yes. The, you know what? I'm going to say uh, white people don't want any part of this. <laughs> I, I said, um, yes, definitely is. And then she sends me another turtle. She goes, now that one was for me. Okay, bye. Oh my lord! <laughs> Listener poll: Have you ever heard of white turtle before? No, awkward turtle. Awkward turtle. White turtle. Sorry, I'm mixing the two together. Awkward my turtle bad. for my white bad. people. Huh, that's no, I can't say I've ever heard of awkward turtle. Yeah, I mean, speaking of becoming compliant. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> so where we work, you guys know it's Stone Age by quite a lot. Yeah, Mr. Slate calls in and tells you yes. when to leave for work at exactly. the end of the day. And we don't have an ERO system. Our phones are ancient. Our DMS is ancient. Our everything is just old. So California, where we all work, is very... And this is not political. The only way I can put this is very careful. careful. Right. It's a, it's a heavy blue state, which is fine, but it also, we've got those severe privacy laws that got enacted and it, it started, but now it's like, it's fucking serious. You do not want to be non-compliant with this shit. And that's fine. Nobody wants their fucking personal business out in the ether. I get that. But now comes in our play. So with my background in it, I, I knew that where we worked wasn't secure 
to where it needed to be. But today I learned how unsecure we are. We use public IP addresses. Mm. So anybody with, you know, a decent amount of knowledge to be an asshole could in theory just take thousands of people's information. So the owner of the company's daughter was walking around with these little stickers that we have to put on our computer towers. That way they can keep track of them. If the sticker's removed, it shows that it has been and swapped, you know, that type of crap. Mm -hmm. And I had to help her look up everybody's IP address and all of this, but what confuses me or the ideology behind the business I work for is it severely trip over a dollar to pick up a dime. You know, we've got outdated equipment. We, you know, repair things when it's probably already been, you know, repaired a hundred too many times. It's not going to stay fixed. It's, you know, we repair something. It lasted for a year. Now down the line, it lasts for a week before it breaks again. Parts are becoming unavailable. Mm, good times. Right. So with this, this whole trip over a dollar to pick up a dime with this whole being compliant thing with the privacy laws and whatnot, how long they've put this off. It baffles me that they don't realize if there really was a data leak from our business, it's going to cost them astronomically more money than it would to just get the place secure, just private IPs, private networks, a little bit more security, you know, hire a decent team for a week, get everything buttoned up, then be done with it. But that would make too much sense. Being, being part of a major corporation, we have to take... <laughs> major corporation. Oh, you're talking you. Okay, yeah. that's fair. We, we have to take training on how to protect customers' information and stuff like that. Oh, we had to take training too. But ours was sit at your desk, here's an email with a video link. It tells us if you watched it, it's about 15 minutes long. Congratulations, you've completed your training. Wow. I mean, it, bare it's, minimum, bare minimum. It, it is kind of wild, though, to think about it. I mean, you know, so you leave an RO out on your desk, which happens, but the mm -hmm. cleanup crew comes by and decides that they want to go visit this person's house for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. that, that customer's information is widely displayed to anybody that wants to come by and look at it. So mm -hmm. these are the reasons why they have mm -hmm. that sort of stuff including the uh, the digital age because now that's basically where everybody's at is you know all electronic repair orders and things like that right well when you were in the other room for a second like i told eric it's like you know it just takes one asshole with a decent knowledge of that type of stuff it's really not that hard all that you need is to crack one fucking password on either side of the dealership and it's thousands of people's information just at a click yeah so and when you think it's like oh well you know Every single, so a thousand customers' information gets leaked. A thousand of those customers decide to sue. Oh, goodbye to where I work. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's a, the major issues. Yeah. I'm still surprised that you guys are getting by with what you have. I mean, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> by the skin of my teeth. Yeah. The skin of your teeth. Yeah. Like you, you guys spend more money on band-aids than you do like to. Oh yeah. Revamp that's, the system. that's the thing. And I get it, man. Every single dealership is going to have its moment with that where it's like, okay, we're going to band-aid this. We're going to band-aid that. But it's like that whole place is held together by hopes, dreams, and duct tape in the appropriate situations. A band-aid here and there mm -hmm. are okay. But yeah, your situation is a little bit different. 
for a whole entire dealership, we share one AC machine that's on its last leg. Jesus Christ. Because the other one's been busted for over a year. And we won't, well, we will spend the money to get it fixed, but it only lasts for a week because it's beyond repair. Well, you can't also buy those either. Mm. I mean, I when the one that I got just almost literally happened to fall off the back of a snap-on truck. So, I mean, it was like literally placed in my hands. <clears throat> and ours is back-ordered indefinitely. Kind of to go off of what you were talking about with it working for only a week and then it's dead. I had words with my fixed ops director this week. Oh my goodness. Oh, I did. <laughs> so, so what happened? <clears throat> so we are currently, no, that's a lie. He just started today. We got a new service manager today. Finally, it's the third one in six months. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, I, that's not the right sound bite. I wanted to play something different. I'm sorry. We haven't had one for the past month. <laughs> so the little. Who's been running that place? Mm, it's kind of been running itself. So the little. Must be nice. <laughs> we'll call him. I don't I want to say something nice because I'm sure he listens. The young man that works in the service office as the service director's personal assistant. The assistant to the... (laughs) Yes. The assistant to the assistant of the regional manager. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, I brought up to his attention a couple weeks ago that our parts washer was not working. Again. Uh, The previous service manager, when he was there, it actually broke while he was there. And he drained the parts washer the service director drained the parts washer machine cleaned out the bottom of it all the shit from the bottom of the machine cleaned the screens yeah i know mike is losing his shit right now fyi let the record state i i have so yes. many questions I'll, I'll let you finish he's not afraid to get dirty with the rest of the technicians that's great and I, he would never ask us to do something he wouldn't do so that's why he was perfectly hmm. fine getting into that so anyways because it was a problem and we couldn't get somebody out there to look at it so um he got it up and running again all right fine great It lasted all of two weeks. Mind you, he was already gone by this point. (laughs) So I told, I keep wanting to call him bitch boy. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Oh my, is that your service manager that you're talking about? No, 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 the little helper. uh, I love you, Daniel. I do. If you're listening to this, I I honestly do love you. Um, So I let him know. Hey, the parts washer's broken again. The door's falling off because one of the pins rusted and it snapped in half. And I have some parts washers you can these buy. These are big fucking heavy door on this thing. Nothing like the one that I had in my bay over there. You can buy that this one if is, you want. No, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> um, so uh, the door is falling off and the breaker keeps popping and you can't reset it. You reset the breaker and it pops immediately. It's, oh, fuck. Okay, so we have to unplug it. So I let him know. Previous service manager was going to have our the guy that does handles the compressors and and uh, the lifts come out and look at it. The next day he was supposed to come out. He broke his fucking foot. <clears throat> so that didn't happen. Then the service manager left. So I reminded Daniel about getting it looked at and I didn't hear anything about it. I'm not going to fucking babysit him. I don't need to check in every day. I don't, I'm not going to go walk over to the machine every goddamn day looking to see if it's working either. Granted, it's on the other side of the wall, but still, I'm too busy worrying about other shit. So 
yesterday, this actually happened yesterday. I go into the office because I'm working on a used car and I need a key code so that we can cut a key and he's the only one that can get it for us. And our fixed office, our fixed ops director happened to be visiting that day because it's end of month. Um, and he's oh. sitting in the service director's chair. <clears throat> so I'm talking to Daniel when I give him the, the paperwork, I need the key code. He's looking it up. I'm like, and I casually ask him, I said, Hey, did you, were you able to call somebody about coming out to fix the parts washer? And the fixed ops director goes, well, what do you mean? And I completely ignored him. And I just continued talking to Daniel. He's like, oh, it's fixed already. I said, really? He's the like, yeah, I told is. you about Then that was what I wanted to say. I, he's like, <laughs> um, yeah, I told you about it. I said, no, you didn't. He's like, yeah, we fixed it the next day. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, the parts manager came out and he fixed it with me. I was like, mm, I highly doubt that. He's like, yeah, he did something and then he threw some soap in it and it's working now. I said, he threw soap in it? He's like, no, just some white powdery stuff. I'm like, you can't put that shit in there because it foams up and then it overflows. I'm like, whatever. And so we finished our conversation and then we'll just call him the FOD. Again, ask what happened. I said... The parts machine is the parts washer is not working again. I said the door's falling off, the breaker keeps popping, it lasts maybe a week, two tops, and then it pops again. He tells me, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. I it so took everything nothing. I fucking had. Absolutely everything. At first. <laughs> At first. At first. How 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 do you respond to that? Those were In a his professional words. Setting. Ver fucking batum. I said, and I tilted my head to the side and kind of gave him my excuse me. Wait, do that again. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I said, and I told him, I said, so you're calling me a liar. And he goes, mm, not a liar per se. He's like, but you're in here trying to get a key code from Daniel and you're making conversation. I was like, okay. He's like, well, every time I'm here, it's working just fine. I'm like, you're never here. I said, you're here maybe twice a month, if that. Well, I talked to the uh, the diesel guy and he says it's working fine. I said, and I'm telling you it's not. <clears throat> a, a very simple, well, why don't you step out to, to the shop and take a look at this thing? He's like, so it, it seems to me that you're just making conversation and making these things up. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> you know how you said, how can you say that in a professional manner? Yeah. It's all like. I'll respond with, I saw something online with how you say, fuck around and find out in a professional manner. Oh, I love that video. If you, if you would, like to, if you would like to test my hypothesis and learn the consequence on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and travel down that road. Remember that phrase, kids. <laughs> Remember that phrase. If you would like to test my hypothesis and figure out the consequences on your own. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. It's oh, brilliant. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I said, uh, <clears throat> So where did I leave off? He left off on you going, oh my God, after he said basically calling you a liar, only making Right, because I was making conversation right. or whatever. <laughs> I said, so before you call me a liar again, I said, why don't you go out in the shop and look at the machine? So 
I'm telling you so that we have proper working equipment in the shop so that we can do our jobs to the best of our abilities. He's, oh, I completely agree. And I, and I 100% support that. Uh, all of a sudden, the tone's changed. Okay, cool. So he, he tried like making jokes or whatever. I just completely ignored him until Daniel's taking fucking forever just to get me the goddamn key <laughs> code. Of course, it seemed like an eternity because at this point it's uncomfortable. There's a few keystrokes involved. Right. So, um, so he gets me the key code. And he's like, oh, we'll get that fixed right away for you, buddy. I didn't say a word. And as I was walking out, I said, fucking asshole. And I walked away. <laughs> out loud or under your breath? Oh, no, I said it out loud. I don't know if he heard me, but I did say it out loud. You know, you're not wearing the ripped pants right now, but the balls on this guy over here. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm sorry. I have the utmost respect for anybody and everybody, including upper management. But you have no filter. <laughs> I do have a filter. but For those that deserve it. <laughs> for those, you know what? That was complete and utter disrespect. Yeah, it was. It, was, it yeah. goes out. All oh, the I... fucking... I don't care if you're the owner of the goddamn company. <clears throat> I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say something about it. That was complete and utter bullshit. And whether or not he meant it to come out that way as calling me a liar. Still did. It came off that that's way. That's how it was perceived. So, and, and it yeah. was perceived that way. And I thought about that after the fact, too. I'm like, that's how it came out. And that's how it was perceived. So yeah, if but... he wants to revisit this conversation later on, that's fine. And I'll address it with him in a calm and collected and professional manner and tell him whether or not that was his intent. Right. It came out that way. How often do you have to deal with this person, though? Again, once, twice maybe twice a month. <sighs> Just but he forgotten he, every time, time he comes, he makes rounds through the goddamn shop oh, and talks to every single... Oh. Single person. Micromanage, micromanage, so micromanage. He is that motherfucker. That's weird for a fixed off person. That's what I'm saying. Dude, stay in your lane, homie. No swear. You have nothing to do yeah. with that. And I'm gonna Don't backtrack crunch numbers here. somewhere, please. Like, and I think you, maybe that machine is a soft is a is a, a um oh what's the word I'm looking for? calculator. No, it's a it's a purple. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I so <laughs> a sensitive subject for oh, him okay. because in my first week there, I spoke up about the parts washer not working, and I asked my first service director there about getting a new one, and she presented it to him, and he's like, "Absolutely fucking not," and made it a point to walk through the shop and ask every single technician. If it was a necessity and if it was working, you have like three or four departments that will be using that thing. Not Tops, uses four it. is stretching it, but depending upon how many technicians the, per department or whatever, it's not I mean, the fucking yeah. point. The point is that mm -hmm. the parts washer is a sensitive subject for him. So I think that's where this was stemming from. It's your AC machine. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, good. So way to circle back. I yeah. have been taking my parts to the wash bay and spraying them with Motorcraft shampoo and degreaser, which is very expensive. It's yeah, but for warranty jobs. Well, you're supposed to be charging that out anyway. Yeah, we have to be using it. So yeah. I use. Wait, the whoa, fuck whoa, out whoa, of whoa, it. whoa, whoa, whoa! You guys charge out the greaser? So, so it's a one-time use part. Really? Per Ford. On cleaning and prepping ceiling surface areas that require liquid silicone. And what are the other two things that need to be charged out besides the silicone? They are fucking irrelevant. No. We're talking about the shampoo no. and the research. No. We're talking <laughs> prep wipes and ZC gasket remover. A. Nobody knows part numbers. Keep it, simple for our, keep it simple for our listeners. I use prep wipes. 
Well, no, it's required it's prep different. wipes to you, prepare the surface for the ceiling. You want to know what gasket remover? You want to know what ours are? Mm. Brake cleaner and straight edge blades. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, Ford. <laughs> You have to have these chemicals God. charged out. Even I, if you uh, don't use them, which I, you should be. I wish. Even if you don't use them, they have to be charged out on the warranty we, repair We order. would have so much customer less. Pay, uh, customer pay order, uh, repair order as well. We it's, would have so much less bullshit with customers going, why does my fucking car smell? If we could fucking wash parts. Yeah. Fuck. Between yeah. me, you, and the wall, and our lovely listeners. I have never once used any of those, and I don't have comebacks for resealing timing covers or oil pans. I have never not. I used have those. a process in place for how I clean and prep the surface so that it's ready for silicone. I have never used those chemicals. They're too time consuming. They're fucking stinky. They're stick. I fucking hate them. If it works, I, if it works, don't fix it. I I don't really you. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I have to rephrase this. When I was working on cars. I never really used the silicone um, remover to break up the silicone. It's, it's, it, it took the, too much it, time. You have to let it sit there for a little bit and bubble up. And, so and there's residual yeah. and it's fucking smells like pledge on the, the wood cleaner. <laughs> pledge I, on the wood cleaner. I, I, I can't think straight right now. I'm so I, flustered. I have always used that uh, uh, surface prep wipe I've uh, never. the metal prep etching wipe never used it ever but uh if if you don't mind can i go back and revisit an that issue that i yes what? oh the the metal surface prep wipes that like do you well, use surfaces? the, the do you, chemicals yeah, do in you, general do you use your otp prep products Hmm. When yeah. resealing an engine whatever okay. it may be that will be our listener poll please go ahead when you're on spotify Fill out this listener poll for us. Isn't that one of our sponsors? It is one of our sponsors. Oh my god! Thank fucking goodness. Oh yes. I have. I have a Once question. Circle back though. <clears throat> so, obviously, I was very upset about the fact that you are having this problem with your pressure, uh, your your parts washer, <laughs> pressure cook, <laughs> pressure cooker. <laughs> well, it's a pressure. Oh, cooker. Oh, and the fact that the position. service director went in there and cleaned it out and got Himself, it working again. Yes. Yeah. So, where was your shop foreman in all of this? And I thought you were being shop foreman. But no, we don't have a shop for me. Do you want one? <laughs> Jesus Christ. In me? Absolutely. <laughs> around me? <laughs> In and around my mouth. Uh, um, yeah, so you, so you don't have anybody that helps out in the shop to do any of that? I, I know that you do a bit of work above and beyond what you're asked to. But Pro bono. Yeah, yes. Uh, thank you. That's a very eloquent way of putting it. <laughs> I'm more of a fucking shop foreman where I work than any of our techs. And that's not being mean to them. But if something breaks or it's a computer problem or they need help with a car or programming a key or something like that. They call the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, I, this motherfucker. We just like to do what is required to make the dealership still continue to operate because that's well, how I make my paycheck. Well, and and if I, the I, rest I, of the shop works fine. Then the, I great. like that mentality of what you said. And that's where I look at that, where your service manager at that time, where he went out, got dirty and cleaned that parts washer. It's the same thing. If I don't show my text that I'm willing to go out there and help them with shit like that. Why the fuck are they going to reciprocate? Yeah. Right. Ah, men. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I've told the text a number of times 
I know that I'm in this new role in this new position and I wear this With fancy your personal office. <laughs> I, I, I wear these slacks and this stupid polo and I'm in the office all the time, but stop please. pretending that you hate it so much. You, you like rebel. you like it a little just a little just thank a little. You. You, it's okay. It is okay. So so to sidebar real quick, the amount that I like it is learning all of the new things. That's fine, but you still like it. And I, I like that part of it. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Mike likes Mike likes his collared shirt. I I also well, it's not bad, and it feels mu- it's much better material than the uniforms. Yes, always is. Um, uh, but I like I have so much money and tools and stuff down there, and like my entire life has been working on cars, and so now to be sitting behind a keyboard and you know clicking pens and swiveling chairs and that's kind of the way. But that's like, kind of the goal of a lot of people in the industry nowadays is when they're in it that long, but they don't want to leave the auto industry, but they want to be away from the knuckle busting fucking chemical smell, yeah, but not in my thirties. Because <laughs> I still had it some years left. Well, did not... you though? Did you though? Eric. <laughs> Eric. So real fast to, ba- yeah. to bounce off of this, um, going to this serious topic, serious XM radio and the CX 50. I just realized that I put serious XX. I'm very sorry about that. I'm glad that's that okay. You're... That's yeah, I, I do. <laughs> um, when, and what brought or why this kind of reminded me, or it's kind of bounces off of this. Me and Eric were talking the other day, just randomly when he was picking Eric up his car, cause we were comparing dealerships and the good and the bad and the ugly is we have a very large multi dealership conglomerate dealership line that's in the valley mm-hmm. very well known oh, and yes. we know yes. who it is yes and they have a custom shop that mm-hmm. they also do all types of fucking fun shit famous people use it regular people who have money to blow use it blah 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 they had a tv blow? show if you huh uh, sorry my ears <laughs> they have a tv show if you know you know but <clears throat> we had a customer who bought a cx50 couple of months ago nice guy very eccentric never shuts the fuck up but means well one of those mm. oh like a jake uh, <laughs> that's rude <laughs> that's rude <clears throat> fyi i don't think you're eccentric thank you appreciate it that's um usually a good thing <laughs> so and i feel bad for him in the case of he he got fucked by sales, which happens all the time. Mm, yeah, what's it's, new? It's customers, sales, if yeah. you, customers, if you listen. Par for the course. I'm going to tell you something real fast on the sidebar. Sales people do not give a shit about you. The minute you drive off the lot, you never existed. Please do not buy a car based on miles per gallon because the salesperson will lie to you. What's on the sticker <laughs> is an estimate. And fourth, before you pay for it, test drive it and make sure it has all of the bells and whistles that you want. End of rant. Moving on. This guy went in and looked at a CX-50. And what? didn't do any of those things. He, he? he did, actually, mm, which okay. I give him credit for. Okay. However, one of the main selling points is he is a huge stickler and he loves Sirius XM. You like what you like. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He goes. I, I kind of do, too. He goes in. He does the paperwork. Gets set up. They decided to make a deal for him to pay a little bit more for it that they would deliver the car to the good. house. That was kind of the trade-off. It was it was an extra two hundred bucks. So I don't know the exact. That's stupid. Yeah, I know. Extra couple hundred bucks. They <clears> said, <throat> "Hey, we'll drive the car." Granted, it's about an hour and a half away. Good lord. Yeah, we'll drive the car out to you. You pay the little extra up front for whatever fees. Bull crap. We'll call it even. He was mm-hmm. cool with that. What happened? And I don't know the logistics with this, but it would definitely piss me off. When the car arrived, and it was same color, same trim, same everything. 
gets the car. They leave. A week later, he realizes the he car does Sirius XM. The car does not have Sirius XM, and the car he originally looked at that he wanted did. Uh, the old switcheroo. Long story short, that car got <laughs> sold before he signed. They said this was the same one, even though it wasn't. However, the salesperson that sold this said that Sirius XM can be added after the fact. <coughs> it cannot in the Mazdas. The BCM will not allow it. You cannot program it to do it. It does not come with the wiring. It does not come with the antenna. It does not come with the unit. Okay. You cannot at least factory-wise. You can add it aftermarket. Right. So, you gotta get that stupid fucking box. And, uh, correct. So, this shop that we know about yeah. did it, but it's aftermarket. He was told it's not. We explained to him <clears throat> it is. Long story short, he came in for an update. We're having these connectivity issues with the new Mazdas that have a link via satellite that can do updates and all types of stuff. They're having a glitch where it disconnects, it throws on a check engine light, we do a software update and it fixes it. Right, right, right. To do this, you have to plug a USB in. After we did this update, his Sirius XM stopped working completely. Mm. All of my tech stumped. <clears throat> tech line stumped. Everybody is stumped and we can't figure it out. When you plug it into IDS, it shows that XM doesn't exist because you can't do it right. factory. So there's nothing that can be updated or figured out. Long story short, once it finally, and I'm helping my tech, once I finally pull it around and I'm about ready to give it back to the customer, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call this dealership just on a whim to see if it's something fucking stupid. Call, get a service advisor. What did you guys do? He goes, well, what did you do? When did it stop? I explained what we did, the software update, because they're doing them too. And he goes, did you guys unplug the USB that powers the XM module? Jesus I'm like, Christ. I'm like, what? He goes, go into the center console. There's a USB cable that literally says Sirius XM on it. If it's unplugged, it cuts the whole system. Sure as fucking shit. The tech didn't plug it back in after plugging in the USB. Oh, there's no facepalm sound That's bite. fucking annoying. So well, I grab Now the, you're occupying one of my USB ports. I'm going to be that bitch. Right. So I grabbed the customer and I said, this is what happened. I'm like, see how you have XM? Now you don't. Now you do. He goes, it was just a USB. I'm like, ah. goodbye. <laughs> Have a wonderful time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and he was satisfied with that? Yep. I would have made them give me another car. I know. You know who meets all of my satisfaction, though? Besides you, Jason. <laughs> Our sponsors? Our fucking <laughs> sponsors. We love you so much. Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools, supplying us with Matco Tools. And Milwaukee products. Yes, and Jewish Disbreeders products. And who gets us first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I still need pens. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Thank you to Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop, supplying us with delicious treats and foods of the. And his creamy guac. Mexican variety. Indeed. And we will be right back. Bruce Vane and all the other people. Bye! Have you? Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <clears throat> that looks amazing. What did you order? <clears throat> Tacos. Um, what? <clears throat> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <clears throat> Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? Yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. 
<laughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Thank you so much to all of our sponsors. We do really greatly appreciate it. You're coming early again. Bruce Vane for all of these fantastic tunes. Let the music finish. And we're back. Michael. And, no, and you're not bringing us back. Jake is. Back. Yes, I am. We're back. Back again. Eric's back. Tell a friend. Um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. That was a reach. Um, thank you to our sponsors. Like Mike said, very premature. Um, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you to our listeners. You guys are awesome, too. There's a dog upstairs shit in her pants. Um, with that, oh, it's the call. The call. Crack them. Oh, uh-huh. that was a that was a low one. I was trying to open it one-handed without spilling it. Oh. Successful. That's my favorite flavor. Successful. Mm. This is my favorite flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-one flavors. Flavor. Oh no! Wow. Way to go, Jacob. This is your fault. <laughs> All right. Everybody continue with the podcast. I will well, go get a towel. Mike is going to go get a towel because I spilled my drink on the carpet. Party foul. Eric, you've got your white foamies everywhere. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin and Issa. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Jesus uh, Christ. Workplace. In- oh, At least it's clear. Workplace injuries. Indeed. Yes. We have a. We I have- don't have those. No. How come? I just don't have any. Oh. I hurt myself at work, guys. I was helping a tech. And did. And I lifted a tire wrong. Well, I kind of caught a tire wrong. And it hurt my shoulder and my neck. And I've got poor mobility. But drinking alcohol makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. Indeed. So I had to go through the whole bullshit of... You know, I hurt myself at work. Everything has to stop. Okay, you have to fill out this paperwork. You have to go to our doctor and our urgent care. They have to release you before you can come back to work. And it's just such bullshit. Just a just get, get some drugs. Yeah, get some drugs. I don't. I don't like prescription pills. That's what makes it more difficult. It mm. make me feel weird. Hmm. I, th- I think a lot of people beg to differ. Oh, yes. By far. Including my sister. The state uh, of Florida. The state of Florida. <laughs> I got, uh, what did I get? Flexeril. Cyclobenzaprine. Yeah, what he said. I have no idea what he was talking about. He's speaking Greek to me. Methylrelectorth. Ew. Yeah. Want to share some of those? <laughs> if he didn't give me more than 10. Jesus Christ. Uh, really, if he did give you more than 10, you wouldn't. Absolutely. I had the last time I hurt myself, or when I had my kidney stone, they gave me 120. 
Holy fuck, bro. (laughs) I know. I didn't even remotely put a dent in those fuckers. And I was taking a couple a day. Thank you, Michael. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you, Michael. Well, moving on from my simple workplace injury, and I'm feeling better, kind of, I guess. But then again, I've got alcohol in me. Uh, Moving on to after Eric spilled his drink, there's a topic called You Can't Fix Stupid. Hmm. Yeah. So (laughs) this one's a short one. We all have subjects on that. So... Um, I became a service advisor, so case in point. I was diligently working today, minding my own business, and Javier comes up to me. Hi, Javi. I know Javi. Yes, you do. And he goes, and he's just, huh? Is Javi a tech? He is. He's a brakes and front end tech. Mm. So I'm in an engine bay, and he comes over, and he just leans on the fender, and he stares at me. And I look at him like, what? (laughs) You got a minute to go on a real quick road test? (laughs) sure <laughs> no but okay <laughs> actually i think that's what i said verbatim yeah <laughs> hey are you busy right now yes i'm busy right now no i have all the time in the world yeah what do you i'm what? elbow deep in a fucking <laughs> yeah. wiring harness but i've got all the time in the world so i go out back i hop in a f-250 with him and we drive up to the roof he's like you're gonna hear it right away i'm like okay cool so he starts doing circles and only with the wheel cut all the way we start hearing this clunking noise okay. it's and it's it sounds like a loose suspension component if you will it goes clunk 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 clunk, clunk. there's no consistency to it it's just kind of clunking along as the wheels cut all the way doing circles okay. all right cool so i get out of the truck i have him do laps i'm like i can't i think it might be coming from the middle of the truck He's like, yeah, I kind of thought so too. And he cuts the wheel all the way and we're reaching, we're grabbing suspension. He stops and we're grabbing suspension components. Don't feel anything moving other than the U-joints for the front axles. It's a four-wheel drive F-250. I'm like, I don't know if that's excessive play or if that's normal. We have to get another truck and check. And so I'm like, let me try something. So I get in the back of the, I get in the back seat, but the seat was folded up and I, lay down on my stomach and I'm hanging out the side of the truck while he's doing (laughs) Eric's wild diagnostic procedures again indeed and I've got (laughs) my head all the way underneath the truck and I'm trying to see if I see anything or you know can hear it um and I hear it I don't see anything because I can't go out far enough without falling out so I'm like I think it might be the center support for the drive shaft I, I I can feel it on the frame because I was grabbing the frame when I was hanging out. And uh, he's like, you think so? I said, maybe. He's like, well, let's get it in the air. <laughs> so he gets it in the air. And we go look at the center support. Center support's fine. Everything's bolted. Nothing's out of place. It's moving the way it's supposed to. Uh, we start moving things by hand. Nothing. Again, we're fucking with the front wheels. And turn it all the way. And nothing. We're just like, fuck. What the fuck? So... As I previously previously mentioned, this is a four-wheel drive vehicle. And so I happened to walk out from underneath the truck, and I'm looking at the rotor as he's moving the axle from the outside, and my eyes glance to the center of the wheel. And I look at the locking hub. <laughs> and I turn the knob from locked to auto. <laughs> and then I go check the other wheel. And I do the same thing. Lo and behold, 
The goddamn sound goes away. <laughs> so do you want to explain uh, in a little bit more simpler terms what you did to repair that vehicle? Reader's Digest. <sighs> the idiot customer locked his front hubs on a four-wheel drive system manually, even though they're vacuum controlled. Uh, because on the older four-wheel drive trucks, you would have to physically get out of the truck, lock your front hubs manually with the knob in the middle of the wheel, and then go back in the truck and then shift it into four-wheel drive and you'd go on your way. With modern vehicles um, that have shift on the fly, mm -hmm. which is a knob that you turn on the dash and then it, and it automatically engages the four-wheel drive, you don't have to do that because it's controlled by vacuum and it engages the hubs via vacuum but if you have a floor shifter mm -hmm. that you have to engage the four-wheel drive system again you have to get out and you have to manually lock the hubs this had shift on the fly it has that manually locking hub option in As case a fail it's a fail safe yeah. in case you need to gotcha. um get out of a sticky situation and you don't you can't shift right. on the fly so these idiots mm. will call them Man, were manually locking their hubs and they never took it out of locked. <laughs> so the front hubs were always engaged, even though the transfer case wasn't, and it was clunking when you were turning. And uh, that's not warranty. That's not <laughs> fucking warranty. I said, I, Where's Allie when you need her? <laughs> I told him, I said, I hope you charge him two hours for this shit. He's like, Oh, I'm going to charge him up the ass. It's like, okay. So, anyways, you can't fix stupid. Yes. No, unfortunately not. That's where that came from. Yes. I actually have one to bounce off of this for <clears throat> you can't fix stupid for a noise complaint. Customer came in with a CX-9. 22, 23. It was pretty new. Very, very little miles. So, she goes, there is a rattle coming from either... Oh, it came out... Side? My can you cracked that wrong. Inverted. It, oh, uh, I the was pop top inverted. I was drinking inverted. His innie became an Audi. Oh, by the way, do you need another one because no, most of it spilled on my carpet? Uh, no, I'm sorry about that. I got most of it. It's okay. I think that autistic guy's following me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a story for a different type, people. Yes. Um, and she comes in, she goes, I'm pretty sure I'm getting a rattle from Canceled. the middle of the dash or my center console. We're like, okay, how often? She's like, well, sometimes. I'm like, okay, great. So it doesn't exist. Right. Anyways, we go, <laughs> <laughs> we go, would you like to take a test drive with us so that you can drive where you've heard it? Or if you know of some way that you can make a duplicate, duplicate yeah. I don't have time for such trivial things. I just trust you all. Please tell me you're joking. I'm not. So we're like, you can trust it to some make out in the lot for a yeah. little bit. As she puts on her sun hat and puts her Gucci purse over her shoulder. I believe um, that. So in a Mazda, I was going to say the CX nine, calm down, sweetheart. Um, so she leaves and she goes, all I trust your text. If you find it, you find it. We're like, okay, that's fine. That's all we really need to hear. Sure, if it's, it's fair. If it's more, yeah. if you fall onto it, awesome. It's not like you need to fix this. Cool. Go about your day. So and she wanted rental. No, thank God. <laughs> so I test drive it. My service manager test drives it. My tech drives it. My tech then drives it with my service manager. And I forget who else. 
not in that order. I was the very last one. Nobody heard it. Alex thought he heard something, but it went away pretty much instantly. So I thought it was just the car making a creak noise. I heard something. It was really faint, but I'm like you, Eric, when it comes to those noises. I hyper fixate on it and then I never unhear it again. So that's the problem. It's like, it's there. Typical customers. It, it's, oh my it's, God. It's yeah. just fucking there. It's like you hear it fucking once, you know where it's at, you can lock your fucking eyes on it and it will never go away. Get out of here. Uh, yep. It's crazy. It's a curse, man. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. We need to talk about my Mazda. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> the one you got just got fixed. The one I just picked up from the Mazda dealership. <laughs> Ever since you. Ever since you. No, it was doing it before. So I test drive it and I'm getting it like mainly rough road. So excessive yeah. multiple vibration. And I'm, I, I, I'm using my superpower as some might call it. <laughs> and my ears hone in on it. And it's coming from the center console and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I keep hearing it. So I kind of lean over and what has fallen. This bitch. Oh what, no. What has fallen. Oh no. In between the seat, which touches the plastic of the center console bottom. So the actual, uh, I guess you could call it pieces of the trim. Her vibrated. No. Muffin top. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> it is her AirPod case. Oh. That has this bedazzled carabiner on it. And the carabiner yeah. is in just a spot where it's sitting on top of the case where it's moving enough, it hits the plastic. So I remove it, put it in the cup holder, put the carabiner in my fucking pocket after removing it. You stole it? What's a carabiner? Uh, those big clips. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the hiking clip. Yeah, 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 the, the mountain yeah. climbing. Yes, mountain yes yeah. that. Gotcha. And, um, have like seven of them around here somewhere. <laughs> and... Lo and behold, the noise disappears. Oh, what a surprise. Weird. So I put the clip back onto it and put it, and I tell the service advisor that's working on it and my service manager, and we decide to tell the customer, hey, it might have been this. Who fucking knows? But we told her we think it was this, and she's like, oh, is that where those were? <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking love it. Uh -huh. oh, that's great. I would love to meet her. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, well, and you guys did that, that for free. That wasn't for free. Yes, actually, we did because. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's your story, I'm assuming. No one works for free. Oh, yeah. So, um, in again, in my new role as being like the internal service advisor, we get situations where I'm not calling out anybody specifically. This is a completely hypothetical situation. <laughs> Was that a real sneeze? Yes, it was. Oh, I, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. I was. I thought that was like on point with his with like bullshit. And you were going to say, I'm allergic to bullshit. I'm like, no. that was the most real sounding fake sneeze I've ever heard. No, it was real. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. So let's say that a customer trades in a newer Explorer. Mm -hmm. And the customer then realizes multiple days later that they left their roof rack on it. <laughs> And the customer wants to come down and grab the roof rack. Mm -hmm. But the customer doesn't have a tool and just expects to have the roof rack taken off. Of course. What, are you stupid? Of course. So now my question, you know, the I, I get this information from the salesperson. And I say, that's fine. I can have a technician take this off for you and bring it up to your office with all the hardware and everything all nice and neat. For a price. Yeah, how much is my technician getting paid for this? Mm -hmm. Well, what do you mean? 
What do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you're asking my technician to perform work with tools, and I'm pretty sure that's what they get paid to do. He's also doing other things. That do you? Let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you a question to answer your question. Do you come to work? Yeah. Do you like to get paid for coming to work? Yeah. So do my techs. So the story gets better. So then the uh, salesperson says to me, "Well, okay, I'll just go borrow a tool and I'll and I'll do it myself." You ain't borrowing shit. Borrow a tool from who? That technician <laughs> that they paid for that they're not getting money? What? I, absolutely not. And, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, obviously, I'm not going to make this into a huge deal. I will do it myself with my own freaking tools. It's going to take me 30 seconds to pop this thing off. But, you know, you have to understand that when services are rendered, services need to be paid. That's right. right. Okay. So I, I proceeded to tell him that. And it turns into this whole fiasco where now all of a sudden that the customer that didn't have the tools to remove the thing is going to go buy the tools and take it off himself. Cool. Cool story, bro. This, more, is, this is me washing my hands of the problem. Great. More, more have a nice day. Yeah, more power to you, bro. You, you know, you, you turn your car in and there's sunglasses in, in the center you know, console. I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I hope that somebody would have taken those out for you. But honestly, any personal belongings that are left in the vehicle... Just disappear with the vehicle. It goes detailed. They clean yeah. the car out for like a new person. All that stuff gets thrown in the trash. I, I, yeah. you should have remembered to taken, you know, to take the stuff off of your vehicle. Yep. But more to, so to the point, no one works for free, and don't ever let somebody make you work for free. Mm. Mm -hmm. I don't work for free. Yes. Try that. To, I try to tell that to people all the time. I had to explain to a friend yesterday because oh my god he brings his car in for me just to do a quick inspection because he went to uh the worst place on the fucking planet firestone oh and they told him he needed a not sponsored. laundry I, I, list i was of gonna say shit. like lancaster or palmdale <laughs> <laughs> those two no um a laundry list of shit that he needed so i wanted to confirm and sure shit he didn't need any of the stuff they recommended to him and so, oh yeah, when, surprise, when customers surprise. talk, oh, dealerships just hose you. Okay, okay, you go to Breakmaster Firestone, have fun. Yeah. So he was having problems with his radio, and so he goes to me. He's all, "Oh, can you scan it for me, please, and and get the code so that when I take it to Toyota, I can just give them the codes." And so I proceeded to explain to him. I said, "Look." <laughs> I said, I'm going to tell you exactly how this how this situation. Oh, you have the thread still? Yeah. I, I do. How okay. this is going to play out. Scrolling to it real quick. I said, I'll tell you exactly how that will go. You're going to try to give them information, and they're going to tell you that they still need to look at it and diagnose it themselves. Yep. That's exactly what any repair shop would do. Walking up to an advisor telling them you have specific codes isn't going to give them the ability to tell you what it needs or what's wrong. Mm -hmm. The crystal ball I mentioned earlier. Understand that repair shops don't work for free. They have to be paid for their time. If they're not being paid to look at your car, they're working for free and losing money on another job that will pay them. That's not how diagnosis goes. It still needs to be looked at and the proper tests performed. It's not going to save you any money either. Oh, God damn it. He texts me mid-fucking... <laughs> read. Okay, I have my thumb on it now. I hate that shit. Oh, fuck, man. It's not going to save you any money either if that's what you're trying to accomplish. All you're going to do is annoy the service advisor yep. 
then they don't want to help you at all and will most likely just stick it to you. Yep. A concern like what you're having typically doesn't set codes like you think it may. It has to be a hard fault like none of it works at all. All that being said, yes, I'll scan it for you, but I don't anticipate it's going to yield any kind of information. I hope that made sense. Well, that's I'm first of all, that's very good of you to um, be able to relay that sort of information in educate. a friendly way. Yes, educate customer that educated. <laughs> but your articulation was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was that. really good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it took me about a half hour to write because I <laughs> wanted to make sure it came out right without being <laughs> condescending. Yeah, hey, you, that's a gentle situation. I mean, especially yeah. on fucking texts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, because there's no inflection. What, yeah, do, yeah, what yeah. do you fucking mean? I'm like, well, I was just saying hi. But um, it, it, with that off the same thing where people come in with codes and we tell them that it's like, we can't, we cannot take the other shop's word. They're, Why not? They're a repair shop. Because let's just say on a fucking whim, especially on a customer pay job. So you're telling me this code that you've got that could be anything from your catalytic converter to injectors to a fuel rail to your spark plugs to your coils. You just want me to throw on a cat? What happens if it's wrong? Well, and, and they go, well... Oh, 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 and that's, that's what I tell people all the time. So, you know, I, I if you we, want me to throw on a cat and you're not going to get mad. And as soon as it's something else where it was the first time when we were able to diagnose and you're still going to give me the money. Sure. You can pay me a fucking ridiculous $3,000 for no reason. I don't give a shit. Or you can give us $195 for us to tell you what it really needs. I, I, I get that all the time. And it's like, well, can't you just plug the computer in and it'll tell you what's wrong with it? I said, sure, I'll plug the computer in right now. And in a hypo hypothetical situation, it's got a P30, uh, uh, P0301. Do you know what that means? No. Okay. Well, that's a misfire on cylinder number three. So what does that mean? So well, I don't know. One. I was going to say, yeah, cylinder I was going to say, I'm like, wait a minute. Yours is three. Cylinder I'm one. like, that's asinine. I, I, so, so I say, okay, so that means that you're missing one of three things, fuel, air, or spark. Mm -hmm. So what do I All replace? different parts. Yeah. What do I replace? Well, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you don't I, know. Neither do I until we <laughs> diagnose it. Just because we plug the computer and it spits out a code to us doesn't mean replace such and such part, typically. You know? <laughs> yeah. We can, we can you know, uh, parts can it all the time. Shout out to Dale Follett. Hi, there. Uh, but, Hello. you know, I mean, that's that's not yeah. how this industry works. I would much rather diagnose the problem and tell you for sure that this broken part that I'm holding in my hand is going to fix your vehicle. Yep. The only code the only code that i would be willing to take it and run with it is I, a I know p0 420 or 430 or 430 yes absolutely that's it catalyst, catalyst efficiency, efficiency bake one, one or, or two bank two yes. for, for the for the, uh, the only fucking code i would be willing but to run there's with. Here, the, there's is, a caveat is that for the why did it fail is that is for the back end possible that had other issues is that a back end o2 sensor no, no it's a it's catalyst a cat. Oh, it is for the cat. Yeah. Okay, because with cat. the because with the Mazdas, a bad map sensor will throw that same code. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, you know, and again, technically, it could be other things. And you're right. What 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 was the cause of the cat failing? If you, the vehicle comes in with three hundred fifty thousand miles, and I'm going to go with just the cat it's failed. Old. The yeah. cats needs to be replaced. Eight hundred miles. That's uh, curious. On your on your guys's average Ford vehicles, do you have a warm up cat and the back cat? No. Well, well, every wait. 
No. Are you talking about catalysts? Yes. Themselves? He's thinking of Toyotas. Uh, do you guys have that too? Yeah, we have. Yeah, a, we Fords have, do not. We have a three-way warm-up and then the back cat. No, we Wait, don't. They have like a two-way and a three-way? Yes. What? Yes. Yes. Do you realize it's 2023? Toyota still does it, and apparently so does Mazda. And Honda's what? too, I believe. And, and Honda's and as well. You got to remember, Mazda and Toyota are in bed with one another right now. Oh, <clears throat> it is 2023, people. Speaking of cats. Meow. Di- <laughs> I David's check engine light came on the other day on the for Volvo? the first time on his Volvo. <clears throat> it's and not what it's called. <laughs> Close enough because it's a little bitch car. Anyways, um, <laughs> don't, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> if you ever meet David, tell him I love he you, drives an Edward Cullen's car. It drives him up an Ed, fucking an Edward Cullen's because in the 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 Twilight movie that uh-huh. was the car he was driving. Uh, it's a little. It's a Twilight. It, Twilight Zone. Stop being fucking. Naive. Oh no! Sorry. He knows what I'm talking. Sorry, about. Sorry, that Twilight. Twilight. Uh, the va- the vampires. vampires and werewolves. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. So, anyways, they, I they twinkle in, in the moonlight. Yes, they do. <laughs> Oh. I plug in my scan tool and it's got a P0420. Mm. Party time. Mm-hmm. How many miles? 244,000 miles. Customer pay. Customer pay. Yes. <laughs> well, you got your money out of that it's one. It's a 2013. So, oh, geez. Yeah. God, that looks good for a 2013. I, I got to give kudos for that. Yeah, he must have a really good mechanic. <sighs> um, Couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, so I in our lovely state of California, in our emissions laws, you cannot purchase a federal cat for these vehicles uh, unless it's a federal vehicle and it's a factory part. Um, aftermarket. Mm-hmm. You cannot purchase them aftermarket unless it is CARB, California Air resources board something like that yeah. yes carb compliant yes carb <clears throat> compliant so there are very few companies who make uh cats aftermarket cats for these vehicles uh magnaflow is one of them but they don't oh do. i didn't know the magnaflow was yes <laughs> they do uh, they don't make them for all vehicles though. sure so uh i called assuming that nobody you know was going to have something like what that. about borla i don't know probably huh. i called volvo to get a quote for the cat. Oh, by the way, Volvo also has the pre and post cat. Do they? As well, yes. <clears throat> this vehicle has two cats in line with each other, and you can only buy it as an assembly. Of with course. Cats. Of course. With my discount. Oh, hold on. <sighs> Anyone want to throw out a number? I'm going to say 24 and some change. Okay. Michael? 23.99. I hate you <laughs> so fucking much. The price is right. $5,600. Holy shit. What? I won the showcase, by the way. $5,600 with my discount. That is ridiculous. The car's worth seven grand. That's asinine. So it's time to put a bullet in it. Whatever, do it. What? Really? Wait. That was his... Just Yeah, just order it. Holy shit. Do you you want me to double check to see if I can get it cheaper? I had my parts manager. I think it's too late. Okay. 
I, yeah. Holy fuck. List price was like almost seven grand. Holy shit. Can't we just like. No, uh, one, no wonder the place I worked when they were a Volvo dealership, they were all swimming in fucking cash. Can't That's we just, why. Like wire a resistor in there and make it pass smog. The light <laughs> yeah, can you jump a wire? <laughs> <laughs> the check engine light turned itself off and then it came back on a month later. That's so a little tidbit of information. Oh, you know what's funny? And I got in the car yesterday and it was off again. <laughs> little little tidbit of information. There is a gentleman that works more towards the beach communities that is a bar referee. Or mm. I'm sorry, is it, what do you uh yeah. smog ref whatever. Bar referee, yeah. He allegedly will pass a car that has a pending emissions code oh. as long as it is not hard set he said and he's not breaking any laws he's like in the guidelines of california a pending emission code it falls under a completely different fucking category so if you're looking to pass smog and you'd like his name as long as it is fucking pending and not permanent which typically they go hand in hand correct i caught a local smog shop of ours that uh passed a vehicle with blatantly aftermarket and non california smog legal equipment on it they didn't do a visual well they should have because that's part of the smog inspection i'm just now. calling it yeah. out they didn't do a fucking visual <laughs> if you go to a place that's smog now star certified 35 bucks guess what <laughs> it's sketchy yeah sketchy as fuck. <clears throat> i mean they the customer won't get penalized it's the goddamn right. you know shop that well the facility did you know that california's got a decibel limit law for exhaust yeah. yes what it's the fuck was that I, other states do decibels. too it's not just california yeah. but yes other arizona states do too. A lot, like lots of why other hasn't anybody gone like to totally sue the state and go i that's how i express myself what by being loud that's eric's job no that's fucking obnoxious i support it i think people with loud exhaust should fucking rot in hell to a certain extent i'd agree with you yeah. well i don't want there's that Honda civic in front of my house revving okay at yeah that, that's a different fucking story a fucking asshole that lives in our complex okay oh you've there's, told me about this guy <sighs> yes. have i yes you well, have what eric, is he trying eric calm down calm down Lexus? No. no okay i didn't tell you about this guy so there's one driveway that goes into my complex at the end of the cul-de-sac okay. my unit is the front fucking unit okay unit? and it's got maybe a hundred feet before it curves to the right and then an immediate mm -hmm. left down the alley to the other units <laughs> this asshole every night without fucking fail <laughs> at about 10 30 at night Honey, i'm you, home we sleep with the windows open he drives a fucking Mazda. Oh, oh my. I God. hate those people. RX-8. Oh, Jesus. The Wolverine edition? Oh, slammed with a fucking fart can on the back. And he pulls... Rory life, bro. You hear him Rory coming life. up the street. He slows down and he... Obviously, he doesn't want to, you know, smash the front bumper pulling in the driveway. But the second he's clear of that, he guns it that hundred feet to the speed bump. Then stops and goes over the speed bump. Then guns it again around the corner to his unit at the end of the fucking drive. Sounds like you need more speed bumps. Every goddamn night. And I'm either downstairs on the sofa in the corner or I'm upstairs in bed. And by the time I get up, he's already fucking gone. And he parks in a garage and I don't know which fucking garage it is. So I can't go figure out what unit he lives in because he's a piece of shit. 
<laughs> I got to admit, if, it, if it's a modded RX-8, they're all pieces of shit. Oh my God. <laughs> they are all pieces of shit, man. You'll have the old guys that they're stock and cherry and they're super nice. Or you've got the fucking 18 to 24 year old that's like, this is my first project car. Yes, exactly. And I cannot tell you how many times, and no cap, how many times I have thought like I've gone through my mind, I'm like, if I had a BB gun, <laughs> or if I just go down there with a bottle of alcohol and a rag stuffed in it. Oh my god! And he's parked in that. I literally have had these thoughts go Intru- through my head. Intrusive thoughts are winning. <laughs> Eric's about to commit have, multiple felonies. I have kitchen <laughs> knives, and he has four tires. Uh, uh, like I have literally thought of all no, these all fucking things. Do, Eric, all you gotta do is pour sugar, sugar in his gas tank. Valve stem cores. Pull out the valve, the valve stem cores. No, because then he can fix that. Well, not for a while. He's well, got an RX-8. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah, no. You're absolutely, that's great to fucking do until it starts whistling when you pull one out. How are you going to get to the other three before he comes outside? Have how, three friends help you. How to fuck up Apex seals. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you know those cars well. How can I fuck his life? Yeah. Well, just let nature run its course on the RX-8, and you should true. be okay. The biggest <laughs> It'll giant. stop running at some point, apparently. I hope so. I really do. And in our six years of living in this complex, we have never had an issue like that, ever. Do you want to do listener mail this week or next week? We can do it real quick. It's not it's a, a long short one. one. Oh, is it? It's not yeah. a sure, short we, one. Yeah. Sure. Let's, let's just go ahead. We've <laughs> missed it by like four weeks, so. Yeah, uh, this, this, is a, this is a good one. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Eric, please, if you, the, if you don't mind, the listener mail. The one thing, if you get chummy with him and he'll let you go into the car and let you drive it at some point, drive it <laughs> away from him where he can't see it, turn it off, fucking have your foot on the fucking gas and just flick the fucking uh, ignition a couple of times, let it flood real fucking bad, then fucking pull the fuel pump fucking relay. Nice. Keep the ignition fucking running. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back in and just be like, oh, dude, it just, it stopped. I need a tow. <laughs> and let him figure out how to unflood that motherfucker. <laughs> nice. Duly noted. I'm glad I noticed it. Um, this is from our good friend and listener. Uh, he goes by Norbear. He says, all right, sit down, buckle up, take your shoes off, and let's get going. Woo-hoo. The shoes will come in later. I, I am I'm seated shoeless. He <laughs> says, my name is Norbert. I'm a Toyota master diagnostic technician. I have been wrenching for almost 18 years, all with Toyota. Story time. One of my favorite stories comes from the last dealership I worked for. We will start with Steve, who purchased a 2005 Toyota Tundra brand new from a dealership 30 minutes west of Kansas City. I don't want to name this specific city, but if any of my old coworkers hear this, they will know exactly who the customer is. <laughs> Steve does something with cattle out in Western Kansas. So he puts a ton of miles on his truck weekly. I have worked on it numerous times and still have the timing belt stickers from 400,000 and 500,000 miles. Jesus. Steve is a little weird. <laughs> Over the course of working on it for several years, I got to go with several test drives with him. When we would go on a test drive, he would get in, buckle up, and then remove his shoes and drive barefoot or with socks on every time. Gross. Rain, shine, sleet, snow, didn't fucking matter. Oh, and let's not forget that he works with cattle. So Mm. there is always a faint smell of cattle manure in his truck. Mm -hmm. Shit. 
I also forgot to mention Steve always wears sunglasses. Inside, outside, I never saw his eyes. So now that you have a good understanding of Steve, let's get to the bad part. I left this dealership for one closer to home. Sad that I would never be I would never have to be stuck on a test drive with Steve again. I was at my new dealership for about six months, then I got news that one of the master techs had been doing a timing belt did not verify the belt was lined up correctly and started the engine only to hear the valves and the pistons meet each other in the worst possible way. <laughs> Obviously the tech was having an off day. It was an accident. Dealership was ready to put a used engine in at no charge to Steve. That was not okay with him. He was determined to take his, this Tundra to a million miles. So he had the dealership come to an agreement to rebuild his engine. He chose his <laughs> own machine shop and I think the cylinders were bored to 50,000 over. There were not a whole lot of aftermarket performance options for some Toyotas. Anyway, eight or so months after the unity of pistons and valves, guess what <laughs> truck I see sitting next to my dispatcher's desk? <laughs> Steve has been driving the truck for a little bit, but had now been noticing some oil consumption and misfires and wanted me to look at it. Fantastic. Of course. Pulled the plugs out, caked with oil. I tell him that I know what happened and that Jay would need to do some more tests. Oh, that I would need to do some more tests to find <laughs> out the source of the oil consumption. He refused and wanted me to just to throw the other dealership under the bus. That's when I found out about the lawsuit. Oh. He was suing the other dealership and then was upset when I would not help him without proper diagnosis. Of course, this all happened during the first summer of COVID, so the trial kept getting delayed and pushed back. Fast forward to a couple weeks ago when I had training with one of the other techs from the old dealership. We caught up for a bit and I asked him how the case was going. He simply said it got thrown out. <laughs> I asked more about it and he told me that at one point Steve, and I do air quotes every time I say his name because he has it in quotations every time. I can hear it. I mean, to, to me, I see you do it, but I can hear it also. At one Steve. point, Steve and the GM got into a very heated argument that escalated into Steve saying that he would gladly take the GM out back and kick his ass <laughs> all in front welcome of, to kansas i want to be a fly in that room all in front of a busy showroom floor waiting area oh. needless to say the case was dismissed pretty quickly once that piece was brought up steve and his wife were both banned from the visiting dealership and i have not seen him since that one visit sorry for such a long story I need to give a shout out to my service manager, Mike Hogg, for introducing me to the show three or four episodes in. I fell in love with you guys, and you are always in my earbuds Monday mornings, and I'm always cracking up. Thank you for the great content, and keep up the good work. Norbear. Thanks, Norbear. Thank you, Norbert. Thank you, Norbert. We appreciate you very much. And Anybody else who Don't has... apologize for long stories. Oh, we yes, love them. they are the best. Thank you very much. How do you think we fill this time? <laughs> I really appreciate you allowing me the uh, privilege of reading that to our listeners. Anywho, Zol, you know who else heard that, right? Sponsors? The sponsors. The sponsors. Thank you to Nick Larridge from Echo Tools. Thank you so much to Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop and Creamy Gwick. Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, oh. <laughs> yes. who yes. has failed to supply us with pens. But he I doesn't fail pens. to supply us with amazing products. Like JB80. Twice as good. 
Thank you to Dale Follett from TwistedBuilds.com. Also, thank Bruce you to Bain. Bruce Vane uh-huh, for I these said first. amazing tunes. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Norm. Thanks, Norm. Yeah, it's a pleasure. You're always welcome out here. Storm and Norman. And Dale, when are you coming out, dude? It's a public shout-out. Yeah, bro. You got to come out. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Was that one guy's name something Hog? Yeah. I don't know. Mike Hog. Mike Hog? Oh, yeah, Hog. yeah. Mike Hog? Uh, would you like to see my cog? I would like to see your cog. <laughs> and with that, we say, <laughs> I, I. So this has been a great episode, but I do miss <gasps> Allie, right? I want to give a shout out to Allie. She's yeah. great. She. Oh, don't start with me. She's of great. Of course, I miss my little bestie. No. I've been hugging the pillow that's next to me. I'm yeah, so yeah, Lindy Jake, get up, you duck. <laughs> it's okay. I've got the move separated out. I quit. <laughs> I quit. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. If you say ooh one more fucking time. <laughs> okay. 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 And it's all in fight. Yes, it is. <laughs> Fun and fight. Uh, we want to thank all of our supporters: uh, Drew and Neo, um, uh, Tyler Kotlerick, um, everybody. Thank you so much. Bad and bitches unite. With that, we say. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yes. With that, we say. My cock. I love you. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.